0: This was an amazing project. I had the opportunity to listen to a 96-year-old gentleman come in in September of 2016. His name is Ray Drake. He went on a tour of the Huntley Project Museum and the little town site that we have there. And as I listened to his memories, I was so touched. And I knew that he would be gone and those memories would go with him. So I spoke to Neil Gunnels, who was at the time the director of the Huntley Project Museum, and I said, these memories need to be recorded while these people are still here. And so he sent me to Miles City, where I attended a workshop hosted by the Montana History Foundation. They taught me how to write a grant, introduced me to the Montana Memory Project, and basically told me everything that I would need to do to accomplish my... Michael, excuse me. I've interviewed 16 people whose parents or grandparents, homesteaded, and every one of them are dear friends of mine and dear to my heart. My oldest participant in 2016 was 103-year-old Lydia Oblander Walters. Lydia passed away in June of this year at 105 years old. Her memories are a real treasure. I'd like to show you a small movie that I put together to give you a feeling for what we've been able to accomplish with the grant from the Montana History Foundation. it's easy to understand why I get emotional. Incredible people. Very tough. Very tenacious. I asked many times, what did you do when bad things happened? How did your family handle the death of a child or the death of of one of your parents? They just said, well, it was hard, but what else are you going to do? Most people told me that their faith got them through. Many talked about losing siblings, aunts and uncles. A lot of people in the Huntley Irrigation District in the Huntley Valley are Volga Germans from Russia. Very, very tough group of people. Didn't want to talk about what they left behind. I was foolish enough to say, why not? and had the opportunity to take the name of a nine-month-old baby girl named Anna Gable to Ellis Island in New York City and try to find out what happened to her. Her family had boarded the ship to sail to America in Odessa. She was on the passenger list. But her name was crossed off and we know that she never arrived in America. Three weeks later, her name was on the passenger list again with her aunt and uncle and their children. Again, her name was crossed off the list, and we know that she never made it to America. So the Ellis Island Foundation started trying to find out what happened to her. And we decided that she must have had a fever and been sick, so she didn't travel with her family, and was left with her aunt and uncle. And when they were ready to sail three weeks later, she must have still been ill. So we don't know whether she was left with someone in Odessa or if she passed away. But I thought about that conversation when the brother and his wife arrived in America. What conversation took place? Did the parents of little Anna just look and see that she wasn't there? And never ask what happened. Probably, he probably knew when they showed up without her, that she was gone. And after that story, I I never asked anybody else, why don't you talk about it? It was so foolish of me to say. There are so many, I'm sorry, there's so many stories like this. Of people who lost children and loved ones, husbands and wives. And yet, they kept their heads down and they pushed into the wind and they kept working because no matter what happened, they owned the land. This project has blossomed. While I was recording oral histories from people, I took the opportunity to take their family photographs if they would let me and scan them and upload them. Then I found out that there were 200 photographs at the County irrigation District office that had never been seen in 111 years. So I went to them and asked if they would allow me to scan them. And they said they can't leave the office. And so I scanned them there, I used their scanner and uploaded them to my computer and now they are also on the Montana River Project along with the photos and the oral history. <coughs> the project just continues to grow. I've written a book about Um, Homestead and the Huntley Irrigation Project that has many of the photos. They talk about the story. It's available for sale from the Huntley Project Museum or online at homesteadlander.com. These are incredible people who accomplished a great deal. And they did it with manual labor in most instances. I'd like to thank Jennifer Burnell, the director of the Montana Memory Project, for helping me, and also the Montana History Foundation for teaching me how to write a grant and do the work. Jennifer Burnell has also made sure that everything on the Montana Montana Memory Project is available at the Digital Public Library of America, which is huge. That's quite a feat. I'm also thankful for the people. You graciously let me into their homes. I'm not a project girl. I'm from western Montana. But they let me in their homes anyway, and I recorded some of their most difficult and joyful memories. I appreciate appreciative of being able to speak to you today. I apologize for not being able to keep my composure. Please visit mtmemory.org. Look for the Irrigation Project, Oral Histories and listen to what these people have to say. Thank you.